You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hooked up with multiple women, had sex with one during the program, and uh, I'm still talking to multiple women and continuing to go on dates. I actually have a problem now. I have too many women that are calling me. I kind of have a good problem right now where I have more women than I know what to do with. The men you just heard were all former students who leveled up their love lives and developed a whole new set of dating problems. They went from women ghosting them to having so many options that they accidentally double booked a date with two gorgeous women. So how did these men level up? Did they start making more money, get in better shape, or suddenly become a lot more handsome? No, they got to this level because they understand TED. TED stands for Tension, Entertainment, and Dominance. Most men aren't even playing the right game when it comes to dating, and some guys still think you have to memorize some sort of dating script to get a girl to like you. When really, all you need is TED if you want to attract, date, and seduce multiple women on a regular basis. It's the core philosophy of my coaching program, and it's more than enough for you to create the kind of dating life you've always imagined. If you're tired of being lonely, not having the kind of dating life you desire, or you're tired of settling for women you're not attracted to nor interested in, then go to coachedbytrip.com and schedule a call with one of our highly trained dating experts right now for a free consultation call. On this call, we'll figure out where you're at in your dating life, what kind of dating life you want to create for yourself, and help create a roadmap to get you the results you want. Go to coachedbytrip.com right now to schedule your free consultation call. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. On today's episode, I got a double whammy for you. What does that mean? That means I got two shorter episodes back to back. Now, why am I doing that? Why do I have two shorter episodes in one episode? Because we went into the archives to find some lower downloaded material and when I see lower downloaded material, and usually the lower downloaded materials from like at least four or five years ago. So the chances that you heard this are pretty slim because like I said, it's low downloads. So that means that there's this great content and great information that you don't have access to. Now that the show has become increasingly popular, we don't have low downloads anymore, which is awesome. But those past episodes definitely just, it, they just couldn't cut it. And not because the content was bad, but probably because I titled it poorly. And I tend to do that sometimes. You know, you're usually picking an episode based on the title. Usually. Sometimes people just listen to every episode, which you should. Don't judge a book by its cover. But unfortunately, people do. So there was two episodes that I found that were semi-related Short, punchy, just great episodes. I thought it'd be dumb to put those into two different episodes. Why not just push them together? Because I know people like to listen to long episodes on their drives, their walks, their runs at work. Are you at work right now? You should be working. No, you shouldn't. You should be listening to this podcast. Okay, so the two episodes are about this. One, well, related to the title, Hot Girls Don't Think That They're Hot. Did you know that? 
Well, listen, yes, they know they're attractive, but you'd be surprised that even the most attractive ones don't really think that they're that attractive. It's crazy. And you're going to hear me talk about a story when I was talking to my friend's wife, who is very attractive, and I tell you a story. Well, I'm not going to spoil it. Just uh, just listen to the episode and you'll hear what happens there. But just know what that one's all about is the fact that there are women out there who are super attractive, who don't have the self-esteem that you think they do. It's pretty crazy. And it, like I said, this is back to back. So after that episode, you were going to hear another episode where I talk about abundance mentality. And the reason why I put these together is because they are related. I think that a lot of guys really put women on a pedestal, and that's what I'm talking about in the first episode. And because of that, they're not living in an abundance mindset. So this double feature here, very much related, and it's going to help you out quite a bit. That's why I don't like these older archival episodes even though they're not really technically archived, they're available on the podcast, but I like to say the old archives. Anyway, they're great. You need to listen to them. Here they are. I'm going to stop rambling. First, we're going to talk about the self-esteem of attractive women. Then right after that, we are going to move into talking about abundance mentality. You'll tell the difference because my editor will put a little jazz music in there and you'll be able to tell that we moved on to a separate concept. Here we go. I want to tell you a story, something that happened to me about a week ago. And it's not something that's really surprising to me because I know a lot about this stuff. I've been in situations like this, but still, but still, there's still some shock there. And as it's happening, all I could think about was I can't wait to tell you. I can't wait to tell the listeners of the podcast, like literally as this is happening. So here's a story. I was out at a bar with some friends. And so having a good time hanging out. Some people are starting to get pretty drunk because people have been drinking all night. We were at a party beforehand and we're at this bar and I'm talking to my friend's wife. Now my friend's wife is is very attractive. Okay. Very attractive. I'd say if you saw her, you'd be like, yeah, she's cute. I think even a lot of people would be like, whoa, she's hot. She's got that look. She's got a little bit of an exotic look to her, like very, very cute. And so I'm talking to her and I really don't even remember how this got brought up. It was so random. I think maybe we were taking a picture together and she was looking at the picture and she said, oh, I, I hate my nose. And I was like, you hate your nose? She goes, yeah, I hate my nose. And she started going off in this crazy tangent. I hate my nose. I want to get a nose job. I, I, I hate it. I want to get... And then she started just telling me all these things. And she's drunk. So you know that you know when someone's drunk, they're really coming out with their kind of their truths, you know, people get really just like, here are my raw feelings, you know, when you, when you drink. And so she's just like, I want to get a nose job. And she just starts naming all these parts of her body that she hates. I want to get a boob job. I want to get, I don't know, other things, maybe some wrinkles in her face, even though she's like, I think she's not even 30 yet. She's maybe like 27, 28. And if she's not, she's looking great for her age because she looks very young, great skin, all this. And she's just going off. And I'm sitting here like arguing with her, like, what are you talking about? I'm like, your nose is fine. 
you're, you know, I, I wasn't really talking about her boobs, but I was just like, you look great. You know, like you're fine. Like you don't need any of this stuff. Like you're very pretty. She's like, no, 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 no. And I'm just sitting here like, wow. Like I'm sitting here just arguing with this girl who is objectively very attractive, yet still she doesn't feel that way about herself. And it just reminded me like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Especially with girls who are very attractive, they will nitpick the craziest things. I've had girls say to me like, oh, I I don't like my middle toe. I'm like, why don't you like your middle toe? They're like, it's just a little bit bigger than, you know, my second toe. And just like, what? You were just looking at these little things. You're picking anything you can. And women are like this in general because society has so many expectations for them. So a lot of women are self-conscious about what the way they look because society has kind of told us that's how women have value. It's kind of sad, right? It's like teaching us like, oh, women have value through the way that they look, which is terrible. But, you know, a lot of these women, they grow up and especially if they're pretty, they're very self-conscious because if they're pretty and they know they're pretty, and they think they're attractive, they get a lot of attention from guys, you know, in their mind, they know that one day it's going to go away. And slowly it does. I think women peak in their mid-20s. Men end up peaking uh, physically in their, in their you know, lower to mid-30s. And so these women, you know, every year get another wrinkle, maybe become a little bit heavier. You know, our, as, as a humans grow, things grow, our ears grow, our noses grow. It's all these things of aging. And even if you're talking to a 22-year-old who isn't even there yet, who's like super hot, even she is still self-conscious. Even she's still self-conscious because especially the girls who are pretty, they're looking at themselves all the time. They find the flaws and they don't want it to go away. And so, of course, I'm, I'm generally speaking here I run into this all the time. And the reason why I'm making this podcast and talking to you about this is because I really feel that you need to know this. I don't think guys really humanize women enough. Instead, I think they do the opposite. I think they treat them like they're these goddesses who don't have any issues whatsoever, who are flawless just because maybe they're pretty. They think that girls who are pretty have the utmost confidence in the world. They think that these girls don't take shits, okay? They think that these girls are just so perfect. And if you're not thinking that on a conscious level, I guarantee you, you're thinking about this on a subconscious level because you're seeing that girl, whether it's in class or at the bar or at the club or at the gym, and you just project all this value onto her just because she's very pretty. It's fine that you think she's pretty. It's fine that you're attracted to her. It's very normal. But what you end up doing is you end up idolizing this girl. Okay, idolizing this girl to the point where it just freaks you out. Like you can't even go up and talk to them. You're like, well, that girl wouldn't give me the time of day. It's like, why? Because she was born with a pretty face? Why? Because you don't have anything going for you. I mean, a lot of it does come back to how you feel about yourself. I think a lot of guys in return just go like, well, I'm a piece of shit. And so that girl's awesome. And so if that's the case, she'll never want me. She's out of my league, so to speak, right? That's the common thing that guys say. Women are out of their league. They create this value system of one to 10. That girl's a 10. That girl's a nine. Oh, well, she's not as valuable as the 10 because this girl's a seven. And it's just this whole value system is messing with your head. When you got to remember, going back to the story that I told you earlier, that these women, 
are not as all confident as you think they are. They're not all perfect as you think they are. And I want you to know that. I'm not trying to bash women here. I'm not trying to say like, yeah, see, pretty girls, they suck too, or they, you know, no, it's just about, let's put everyone on the equal playing field here. And even so, not, you know, like I said, the problem is, is guys feel that they're not worthy and then they think that the girls are amazing and perfect. So we got to flip all this. Can we just try or attempt to? Can you try to attempt to this week to just try to even the playing field? Can you just say to yourself, you know what? That girl's really pretty. And you know what? I'm really awesome. Can I give this girl a chance to meet an awesome guy? Can I give myself a chance to potentially meet an awesome girl? I say potentially because don't just put all the value in her looks. You know, she might have a complete mess of a life. She could be a, not a good person, but you don't know that yet. That's why you go and approach girls. That's why you go on dates, to find out, to get to know them, to see who they are. I get it. Looks draw you in. That's how it goes, right? Initially, for the most part, you see a girl, you're like, I'm physically attracted to her. Let me talk to her. Let me try something with her. Let me see if something can happen. So can we do that though? Can we flip the script a little bit here? Could we say that, hey, listen, hey, listen, that girl gets a chance to know me. I'm so cool. I'm so awesome. Let's see if it works out. Everything should be curiosity and experimentation. And if it's not the case, then you're going to get yourself in big trouble. I don't want you to be worshiping false idols, so to speak little biblical reference there. Worshipping false idols. Thinking that a girl is amazing before you even get to know her. You'd be surprised that a lot of women who are so beautiful really don't have it all together. Some do, some don't. But you'll recognize that there are women out there that don't. You just don't know that yet because you haven't been out there dating, talking to girls. So when are you going to finally go out and experiment with this? When are you going to find out for yourself? Because I don't want you to just take it from me. Sure, I can tell you this stuff all day. Hey, I could have made up that story earlier. You don't know for sure. I didn't. (laughs) It is a true story. But you'll never know until you actually go out there and try it. Now you might be thinking, well, Trip, I have tried it. I've gone up to these girls who I'm really attracted to, and they just reject me. Well, then it comes back to your skill level. So now we take it all off the table. Take off your value in terms of like, oh, now uh, I'm a shitty guy and she doesn't like me and I'm ugly and I'm stupid. And take off the value of the girl, oh, well, she's so pretty and she would never want to be with me. Take all that off the table and just focus on skill. Objectively focus on skill. Just look at it and say like, okay, can my skill get better? Because attraction still needs to happen. And in your case, as a guy, you can be able to trigger attraction. You can learn how to do it. Because it's about the behavioral qualities, which is all about my program, Hooked, teach you those behavioral qualities and how to tap into that so you're attracting women. That's the good news. That's the good news is that you can tap into that. It's really amazing. So you can work on that. Because right now, you're maybe not the best conversationalist. Maybe right now, you're just a little bit nervous. You know, you're not as confident in yourself. Well, it's because you're not confident in the skill itself, right? I always give sports analogies. If you never touched a baseball bat in your life and I said, Here's a baseball bat, and I'll swing and hit the ball. You hold the bat very awkwardly, and you try to hit the ball, and it'd be very strange to you because you've never done this before. Same thing with this. It's all skill level. I'm telling you to go have a conversation with a stranger. That's not very easy to do. For some guys, it is. For a lot of guys, it's not. 
By the way, same with the women. Very true. Just because you go and approach a woman, a woman, and you start talking to her, that doesn't mean all of a sudden she's like ready to have the best conversation with you. No, she still gets nervous too. She still, it's not like, you know, you're stepping up to the plate here and it's like, okay, you're about to play against like one of the best players. It's like, no. Just because a woman is pretty and is sitting there at the bar or wherever and you want to go talk to her, it doesn't mean that she's like amazing at it. Now she might be a little bit better than you because maybe she's been approached by many guys and been in this situation before. That's okay. That's fine. Now you get to practice and go up to her. And then you can step into the abundance mentality. What's the abundance mentality? The abundance mentality is you remembering that even though you're going to talk to this one pretty girl and it might not work out, that there's about a million other girls that you can talk to. You have this great opportunity to be able to practice the skill of attraction almost anytime you want because there's unlimited amount of women to practice on. There's always a new girl that you can talk to. There's always another night you can go out and talk to a girl. It's all possible for you. Okay? It's all possible for you. Now, the thing is, is that it's not going to be possible for you if you don't go and try it. So like I always encourage my podcast, I want you to get out there, I want you to talk to girls, I want you to make this happen, and stop putting any kind of value system on it. Okay? Instead, it's curiosity. Hey, she's a girl I'm attracted to. Let's see if this can work out. Let's see if this can become something. You know, you're interested in her. So you go for it. But remember, women are human. Basically, this episode is all about that one common saying, don't put women on a pedestal. But instead, we're going deeper, and I'm explaining to you why. And now you know. You know how women think. You know what's going on in their skulls a little bit more. And the thing is, is what they're thinking is not too much different from you. What is abundance mentality? Abundance mentality is the, well, the mentality that you know and believe to be true that there is an abundance of women available to you. An abundance of women. What does that mean? That means that there are women available to you even when it doesn't work out with one. That means that if you ever go through a breakup, even though it's very painful, you know still you'll be able to find someone who is better. Maybe not even necessarily better, but different, but still amazing for you. Maybe you are not succeeding with women and you're thinking, well, this is never going to happen for me. Still, abundance mentality helps with that too because you realize that there are women out there. Every time you get rejected, Still, you know there are more women out there. Abundance mentality, abundance mindset. I talk about this in a lot of different areas of personal development as well. Just talking about the idea of abundance maybe in money or abundance in opportunities, right? an abundance of networking. There is abundance in your life all around you, but there's only an abundance if you believe it. The fact of the matter is that it is true. So it's not something that's arguable. There are an abundance of options for you, especially in the dating realm. Yes, that's right. The only argument against that is maybe if you live in a very small town, a population maybe 500. So if you're one of those people who are saying, well, I don't have an abundance of women in my life, well, then you're going to have to go to the next big town. But for a majority of you, you don't live in a very, very small town. And so it is possible for you. There are many women out there. So why is it important to have an abundant mindset? Why is that so important? Why do I preach that time and time again? Because I think that 
when you don't have an abundant mindset, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy and you are not able to meet as many women. And also, if you don't have an abundant mindset, you're allowing yourself to have a lot of emotional pain. There's a lot of emotional pain in a scarce mindset. You know, guys get really obsessed with one girl. They get so obsessed with her. And I get it. That is, you know, how our brains work. You know, it wants us to mate and to reproduce. And in order to do that, there's these chemicals flowing in our brain called oxytocin that helps us pair bond with another woman, scientifically speaking. So we kind of get this tunnel vision for this one girl, this one woman, this one person that we just find very uh, unique and attractive. And so it kind of you know, pushes every other option out the window in, in those moments. But we can actually rise above that. We can evolve. We can have a mindset that allows us to believe that even though there's this one woman who we really like, there's still someone else out there that's possible to be with, to date, to sleep with, to have fun with, to experience new things with, to get into heavier relationships with. There's options. There's options. And it's important to know that because if you get sucked in with one girl, especially a girl who you get really deep with, you know, you guys have been dating for a long time. Maybe she's been your girlfriend for like five years. And then all of a sudden it just ends or she is not interested in you anymore. Or maybe the opposite, even you, you, you want to break up with her because there's something, you know, not good with the relationship. And then you're like, oh God. And you kind of delay on the breakup because you know, it's just hard. You don't want to go back out there. There's not many women out there. No, she has this quality and this quality. And you start to idealize her and put her on this pedestal without thinking that there's still someone else out there for you. And it causes a lot of pain, a lot of pain. Okay. I hear you guys talking about it all the time, especially you guys who write on my YouTube channel, the comments of just like your strong desire for that one woman such a strong desire for that one person and you can't think about anyone else and it just it's killing you. So one of the lessons I want to be giving you here in this episode is not just teaching you about abundance mentality. I've talked about it so much, but there is an evolving idea here. Cause I think about these concepts, you know, throughout the day. And this is this is what I do. I I I analyze, I I think about what I can do to teach you how to really understand this and how to take this into your own life. And so abundance mentality I'm really thinking about lately, in order to have true abundance, you're not going to just sit there and just like a mantra like, oh, abundance, abundance, abundance. I have an abundance of women. There are an abundance of women. There are many women out there. That might do something. At least the concept and you listening to this episode does put that into your awareness, into your consciousness that this exists. But I think the real route, the real route to true abundance mentality is going to be if you Know how to attract women in the first place. Okay, that's when it becomes the most powerful. You see, a lot of men who are not listening to this podcast, who are not searching dating advice, who are not trying to learn how to better themselves and be more attractive, they don't have abundance mentality at all because they don't even think that they're able to attract a woman. They think that they can just, you know, get what they can get, whatever is thrown their way, whatever comes in their field of vision, that's it, right? This is how majority of it works for men. Women too, actually. But it just, you know, they live their lives and they don't think, okay, I'm going to go approach, I'm going to go be proactive in this dating life. No, it's it's the opposite. They're like, maybe there's a girl at work. Maybe there's a girl on the bus that I take every day to work or, you know, the train or, you know, maybe I'll make enough friends and then they'll have friends and I'll be invited to a party and there'll be a girl there. 
And then, of course, you have online dating, which is definitely helps with an abundance. I think that does help with abundance mentality because you see how many women are out there and you're swiping and swiping and swiping and you're going online dating. You're like, whoa, 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 I have a chance with all these girls. But really, the true abundance mentality comes in when you're like, oh, I'm confident in myself that I'll be able to attract another woman. That's where it's powerful. And I have to say it, this is where it takes work. Because it's not a magic pill where I can just give it to you and then boom, you're in abundance and you're great with women. No, you got to go out. You got to practice. You got to learn how to converse with women, how to flirt. You got to understand what they're thinking. You got to really be able to tap into their mind a little bit so you can understand really what it's like to converse with her and what she's feeling. That's really taking it to the next level. Okay. So being able to know that you can do that. And of course, if you're listening to this podcast, you might not be there yet. You might not be there yet. You might not be at the point where you're like, well, I, I don't feel that the confidence and the ability to go out and meet women or have a really good date off of an app or a site. It's like, I don't have that yet. That's okay. Well, that's why you're listening to this podcast. That's why you're, you're taking these steps to get better. And that is the kind of like gold at the end of the rainbow is you get better at it. You get some confidence. You get the skills, you understand how to do this, how to attract a woman, and then the abundance sets in. You're like, oh, wait a minute. If a girl comes my way and I'm dating her and she sucks, and I really just don't like this girl, or she does something that just sucks, and she just completely turns you off, or the opposite, maybe you get rejected or something happens, you know, okay, it just didn't work out with her, but there's other women out there. And guys don't really think about that. This is like that famous saying, there's plenty of fish in the sea. But yeah, that's a nice saying and it's good that, that that's out there and people are saying that, but that's not really enough. It's not just, a, oh, there's plenty of options. Like, well, what good are options if you don't even know how to go out and talk to women? Then you don't have any options. You have zero options because you're not doing anything. You're not taking action. So whatever you're doing here, whether it be you, know, you taking the Hooked program or you, you know, listening to more podcasts, YouTube videos, and learning how to do this and, and stepping into this idea that, hey, this is something I got to practice. This is something I got to get better at. Once you're able to do that, that's when the abundant mindset just kicks in and it's a beautiful thing. I'll tell you a little story how I discovered it. This was years ago. I'm talking maybe 2008. And I remember that I came across abundance mentality, not the, not the concept of it. I knew about it, but but really stepped into the actual mindset of it, the real mentality of it in my brain was when I started doing a lot of dating. And I would date a girl for a little while, maybe, I don't know, a couple weeks, something like that, maybe a few dates, maybe a month. And then it just wouldn't work out. Maybe I wouldn't like her. Maybe she didn't like me. And it just didn't work out. I remember after that happened, like it stung. I had this like sting in my in my chest, like, oh man, that sucks. Like I kind of liked her or like, oh, that sucks. Didn't work out. and. I got to like find another girl or whatever. And so this would kind of happen. And I notice a pattern, right? This is, you're going to notice this too, because you're going to be dating. You're not going to just find one girl and boom, that's going to be like, you're going to be dating and having some fun. You're going to be dating many girls, you know, maybe for a while. And so the pattern that I saw is every single time it didn't work out with a girl for whatever reason, I would end up meeting another one. And then the same thing happened. Wouldn't work out that with that girl. Okay. Kind of sucks. And then I met another one. And all of a sudden, I proved to myself, I had this moment, where I was like, wait a minute, every time I'm like a little upset that it doesn't work out with a girl, 
I ended up just meeting a new girl. And I was like, whoa, that's kind of cool. So I really don't ever have to be that upset. Of course, naturally it might happen, but instantly I can be like, oh, but I'm always meeting new girls because I'm being proactive and I'm going out and I'm implementing the right steps to do so. Like, oh, and it was like this moment, it all just came clear to me. And that was when I had this abundant mindset. Now, of course, it wasn't just like, boom, abundance mentality, all good. No, of course, it's, it's still evolving. It's something that you work with. It's something you have to remind yourself of on a weekly basis. But still, but still, at the end of the day, this was the beginning to me being like, yes, it's possible because I have this skill and I have the energy to go out there and meet new women. And it will happen again. And if it doesn't work out with her, it will happen again. If it doesn't work out with her, it's going to happen again. And it's going to happen until you don't want it to happen anymore. Or maybe until you meet someone that you really like. Whatever it is that you want, whatever it is that you want to do, what kind of relationship you want to have. Maybe you don't want a relationship for a while. Okay, you'll still find another girl. There's so many out there. And they want to meet you. You just don't know it yet because maybe you don't feel that secureness inside of yourself. And so I ask you, like I usually do, to take the steps to go out there. This is more of a motivational episode. I want you to step into the abundant mindset by actually taking action and proving to yourself. Because again, even me saying this on the podcast episode might not do much for you. Okay, Just saying it over and over in your head doesn't do it for you. You need to go out there. You need to go out there and you need to learn how to do it. How to do what? Meet women, meet the kinds of women that you want and be able to get them attracted. Now, just a quick note too. I know a lot of guys are like, well, why do we got to do all the work? It's always us. We're sitting here, Trippy, I've got 250 episodes in your podcast and 500 videos and all this stuff to get her to like you. That's not what it's about, okay? This is not what it's about. It's about each party doing their own individual work on each of themselves, coming together, giving each other the opportunity to meet each other, and then seeing what happens from there. Women do their part. Men do their part. I actually had someone write a comment on a YouTube video recently that said, I don't get it. We got to do everything. You know, why isn't she doing anything? She doesn't have to learn how to approach, how to attract, how to flirt. Da, 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 da. Here's my answer to that. My answer to that was, has a guy ever broken up with a girl in the history of time? Of course he has. Many and many times. So what does that prove? Well, that proves that there are things that women do in a relationship and in dating that will attract you or not attract you. Happens all the time. You want to go approach a girl that you're interested in? Probably because she looked really cute that day. She probably put some work into that. Maybe you go up to a girl and you talk to her, you realize she's really shy. Hmm, maybe you don't like that. Well, maybe she didn't put the work in, but maybe she's just naturally shy and that's just not what you're into. Maybe you go up to a girl and she's just so dull and boring. You can barely even talk to her. Well, you're not attracted. Maybe you're dating a girl for a while and she gets really clingy and needy. Ugh, that's a big mistake. You become unattracted. So don't think that there aren't things that women aren't doing out there to work on getting you and keeping you. It's happening. You're just so focused on yourself 
and all the information that you're absorbing, that you're not thinking of what they're doing. Trust me, they're doing things too on their end. And when they don't, that's when you become interested and that's when you end up breaking up with them or not even starting a conversation with them. You just are probably in a place where maybe you're a little bit newer and you're not getting any girls, so you're thinking that they hold all the power when in reality they don't, and neither do you. No one's holding any power. It's about everyone, like I said, coming together, being as best as they can, and working on attracting everybody, right? So it's circular energy happening between the female and the male dynamic. You got to remember that. So don't worry about them. Worry about you for now. Do your best. Go out there. Practice. Get this down. Teach yourself by proof to step into the abundant mindset. And then that's where the magic happens. All right, this is Trip signing off. Hopefully you learned a thing or two, and I'll talk to you on the next episode. 